Hello everyone, welcome one more time to our podcast, The 100 Show with Father John Muriel, where we try to provide answers and support to people struggling in life due to difficult situations and different circumstances. Again, to see your host, Father John, today, I, I wanted to talk about uh, something that is getting lost in our daily lives, something that a lot of people are forgetting. And it's the meaning of kindness. We find in Ephesians chapter 4, the Bible encourages us to be kind to each other and to forgive one another, just as the Lord has forgiven us in Jesus Christ. If we could only comprehend the importance of being kind, kindness is a concept that is being diluted every day, a little bit more, a little bit more. I'm so glad that you guys have decided to listen to this podcast. I am so glad to, he- to be here sharing my thoughts and my interpretations of the gospel. I cannot thank you enough for the support. Thank you for those of you who have uh, subscribed to this podcast. Thank you for those who are signed up on our YouTube page. We also have a Facebook page with the same name of the podcast. It's called The 100 Show. And I would like you, I encourage you to go ahead and sign up for, on that page, on that group. Because what we're doing there is important. We're building a community in which we can support one another, pray for one another, and more importantly, be kind to one another. Kindness, if we only understood the concept of kindness. And I do take an issue with the interpretation of the word kindness. What is to be kind? What does it really mean to be kind? Why am I talking about kindness today? I mean, we are many often deceived, deceived by the false perception of the world. We are deceived by the media. We are divided by anything and everything. We are divided by everyone and everywhere. There is so much division nowadays that we have become arrogant as a society. And for the normal, traditional Christian, the Sunday church going, the Christians that never miss a Bible study, the Christians that they go to spiritual retreats and those who are always helping around the church. I'm, I'm not absolutely sure that they understand the concept of kindness. Yes, they do practice on kindness. Yes, they do seem to be nice and polite and helpful, but for as long as you think like them, for as long as you worship with them and in the same way. The moment you start expressing different opinions is the moment where that kindness ends. And that is so deceiving. And I believe that is so disappointing. Social media has made it easier for a lot of people to share their thoughts and spread the gospel in a good sense. But by the same token, it has also made it easier for a lot of people to express hate and express intolerance. And that is, that is what we got it wrong. We believe that everybody has to feel the same way we feel or think the same way we think in order for us to be kind. And that is not kindness. That is convenience. But we need to rescue the meaning of the word kind, the meaning of the word kindness. I remember that chapter of the Bible where Jesus approaches the well and there is a Samaritan woman pulling water out of the well. This is something that perhaps a lot of people don't understand. Who were the Samaritans? 
the Samaritans were the descendants of some tribes from the original 12 tribes who were invaded by a foreign power, by a foreign empire. And after they were in, invaded, the armies, the soldiers, raped their women. And those women got pregnant and gave birth to a new kind of people that were not considered to be part of the original tribes, that were not considered to be part of the descendants of Abraham, and those were called the Samaritans. So to encounter a Samaritan for a Hebrew person was to encounter somebody who they would not like to talk, they would not like to be kind, they would not like to share anything with them. So they were designated to live in the outskirts of the cities, which is why very often they had to walk long distances to bring water and supplies. And that is the scenario where Jesus found this woman by the well, and he made no distinction. His words to her were kind from the beginning, and she was so moved by his kindness that she started listening to his messages, and she accepted him as the Messiah. And she was so excited, she went back to her village to give testimony. And because of that testimony, many of them accepted Jesus as the Lord and Savior. And that is fascinating. Everything started because the Lord Jesus Christ decided to be kind to her. It breaks my heart today to see how in social media we see pastors attacking one another. We see in Protestant churches accusing the Catholic Church of horrendous crimes, which to some degree might be true, historically speaking, but that are not rooted in the intentional foundation of the Church that Jesus established. And we also see Catholics attacking Protestants. And again, we are so inclined to be kind to those who think and worship like us, but the moment we start expressing our differences, we fall apart. That's why we see arguments and debates all the time, which is the one and truly church of God. You see the Orthodox Church, you see the Islam, you see the Jewish, you see the Methodists, the Baptists, Presbyterians, and many others. And all those divisions are no good for the purposes of the gospel. And in the past, those divisions gave birth to the Crusades and to horrendous crimes that we will not want to see repeated in history. And believe it or not, every single war started in the heart and mind of one person, then went two persons, and then everything exploded. So it's important for us to remember today that as true Christians, it is better for us not to be so divided and not to fall on the trap of arguments and debates. The important thing is to understand that the purpose of your spirituality, the purpose of your religious practices, are to bring you close to the real Christ, to bring you closer and closer to the gospel, to bring you closer to a life that aligns with the teachings of the scripture. Nothing else. We are better not doing this, but just to get recognition of the people, just to feel better than others, and just to feel like we got the upper hand. That is absolutely a distortion of the gospel. 
It is my belief that when we start using kindness, when we start being kind towards people, other people are going to be kind towards us. And even if they don't, you still have them, you're conscious that you're doing the right thing. And that is a beautiful source of peace, knowing that we are doing the right thing, even if the rest of the world is not. And understanding that life comes in different shapes, people come from different countries, different regions, different backgrounds, and at the end of the day, we're all humans. And I want to encourage you to be a little bit more kind, especially during this time of land. How about that? How about we use this land season to grow in spirit and exercise more kindness? How about that? See, uh, many times we fall into the tradition of giving something up during Lent as a sign of penance or sacrifice. Some people start fasting, skipping breakfast. Some people give up, uh, I don't know, Netflix, uh, Amazon Prime, I don't know. Each of you know what you're giving up, some of you are not giving up anything. But I want to encourage you to think about this. How about we are more kind during this time of Lent? How about we practice more kindness? I think we will see a huge difference among, uh, about us. We will see a, di a huge difference in our lifestyle and in the success and in the things that we can achieve. Now that I have spoken about kindness among religious people, I also want to talk about kindness towards others who are not religious. I love meeting people. Whatever they come from and whatever their beliefs are, I love meeting new people. And Contrary to what some people might think, I love meeting atheist people and agnostic people. You know why? Because in them, I see future Christians. No, I'm not thinking that it's my goal to change them. It's not my job to bring them to the gospel by means of force. But I believe that my kindness would be a perfect inspiration for them to be kind towards me and me being kind towards them and we can build a relationship and in the midst of that relationship if they get to see the way i treat them and the things that i do for them without any interest i think that opened the door for beautiful conversations because like paul said back on the day the way we behave is the gospel that we preach See, you will not see me in the plazas or in the streets with a megaphone preaching the scripture, but you will see me if you give me the chance to be part of your life and you will see the way that I treat you and your family and your loved ones and your friends and the things that I can do for them. And that, I assure all of you, is intriguing. It is intriguing and it opens them, their minds and their curiosity. And uh, what do you know? Maybe one day they will start exploring into why do you have that lifestyle? How can you be so calm and so peaceful? How can you be so nice? How can you be so prudent and wise at the same time? So I believe everything starts with kindness. When God says to love one another, that's one of the implications. Be kind to one another. It's the implication of love, loving your neighbor. So when you encounter an atheist people, or atheist person, or agnostic person, or Islam person, or Buddhist person, remember that before anything else, there is a person. 
And that person appreciates the things that we appreciate. Being loved, being respected, being treated with dignity. And I think it's time for the Christians to wake up and step away from meaningless debates and arguments and explore a new style of life, a new lifestyle. Kindness motivated by the grace of the law. That will get contagious and more and more people will, will be able to come together despite or minus differences, despite different doctrines. I think that is fascinating. The power of kindness is unlimited. I encourage you to be kind towards people of different denominations, towards people of different backgrounds, towards people of different ethnicities, but more importantly, towards people who are atheists. They are people, and we need to treat them as such with kindness and respect. And if you are called to lead somebody into the gospel, you better be doing it by the way you behave, by the lifestyle that you represent, and leading them by example. See, I don't know how many of you have been in the army or any armed forces, but there are two kinds of leaders. There are some leaders who are loved and respected, and there are some leaders who are hated. And the difference is very simple. A true leader leads by example, and the other leaders, well, they use bad orders, and you cannot respect for people like that. So in the world of ministry, whatever the church you congregate in at, you follow a pastor, a priest, or a bishop, you better make sure that they are living according to the gospel. And that way, you follow them by the sample. But if your pastor is inspiring you to defend your faith and enter into arguments and enter into debates and, and fight the unbelievers and fight the infidels and fight against the people who do not think like you and question the originality of their churches or questioning the originality of their ministries. It's a spirit of division, guys, and it's a spirit that does not build you up. It's a spirit that sets you up for failure, and it ends up distracting you from what is really important, which is spending time with God in prayer, in meditation, in silence, in solitude, in scripture reading. And the world is doing enough of that as it is. If you watch the news, you will encounter nothing but division between Democrats and Republicans, between liberals and conservatives between football teams, soccer teams, between actors, between singers. There is always these arguments, and they all part of a big show. It's part of the big circus. The circus is there to distract you and to distract me. And then we got people who are trying to go back into the roots. There are people trying to find peace again, and I love to see them, because when you start looking for what is really important, you come back to the same conclusion, that God is so Father Almighty, that He has planned for us, that He gave us a map, a roadmap, and He gave us the sample in the life of Christ, our Lord. So it is beautiful to see more and more people coming together to practice their faith. Practice your faith with pride. To be really proud is to ministry and to serve to God. That's real pride. 
Real pride is about you raising a family where your kids got respect for the elders, where your wife has respect for their home, where the husband has respect for the wife, and where everyone is kind to one another. That is real pride. Real pride is setting apart time to spend with God, setting a time part to read the scripture, and remembering that the way we talk, the way we walk, is the way we preach. In other words, there is this American expression that I like, uh, walk the talk. So we, we speak very nicely. I remember <laughs> many years ago when I was still in the ambulance business, uh, my partner told me something that resonated. He said, uh, anyone can read a piece of the Bible and make it sound beautiful. Of course, <laughs> I mean, it's the word of God after all. So it is one thing to read the Bible, it's another thing to practice the Bible. So I encourage you again to practice kindness today. The Bible say love one another, but in, in real time, it is very difficult. Some neighbors make it very difficult. <laughs> like my neighbor, for instance, I put a fence and she took me to court because I built a fence on my own property. But I still love her. Did she make it difficult? Yes, she made it difficult, but I still love her. Okay, maybe love is a strong word, but well, everything, began, everything begins with something small as kindness. We just need to be kind, period. When you have kindness in your life, conflicts are resolved easier. Conflicts tend to be minimized and not to escalate. So I encourage you guys, please be kind to one another. Please start using kindness. And when it comes to social media, I, I, I don't know who said this, uh, I don't want to be accused of plagiarism, but I want to share something that somebody said. Look, if you're going to make a comment into somebody's post, blog, website, video, etc., ask yourself these three questions. In the name of kindness, ask yourself these three questions. What are you saying or what you intend to reply? Number one, is it truth? Is the one an absolute truth? Now, are your words kind? And number three, is it absolutely necessary that you post that comment? If only people start asking themselves those three questions before posting on social media, we will have less hate and we will be able to have more inner peace. Because here is the other thing of kindness. Kindness is, kindness is like this. When you wake up in the morning, you walk towards the bathroom and you see yourself in the mirror. You have two choices. Number one, you're going to hate what you see in the mirror or you're going to be kind to what you see on the mirror. Because what you see in the mirror really early in the morning is messed up hair. Probably no makeup, depending if you're man or woman. Uh, you're probably not happy with your figure. You're probably not happy with your weight. You're probably not happy with cellulitis. And you can either hate all that you see or you can be kind to that we see and start accepting yourself. That's the way I look, but I can improve. I don't look great, but I can fix up nicely. I can dress up, I can cover this, etc. So really, be kind towards yourself. Everything begins with being kind towards ourselves. Be kind to yourself, be kind to your mind, be kind to your spirit, be kind to your partner, be kind to your kids. Make Sure that your house is an absolute sanctuary where kindness and love are the norm of life.
and let anyone who comes into your house be intrigued by that and curious about that because that is the gospel of God being preached by your actions, not by your words, not by semantics, not by rhetorics, not by doctrines, but by truly living in Christ. Thank you so much for being part of this podcast. I encourage you, please, to subscribe. We also have a YouTube channel and we have a Facebook page. I encourage you to go to that page and sign up today. We are building a community, a community of people from different backgrounds and denominations. But we come together, we support one another. We are here for one another. We got our backs. We got your back. And my friend, I don't know if you are listening to these words right now. If you are, it's not an accident. If you are listening to this podcast, if you are hearing my voice right now, it's part of God's plan. God has plans for you. And there are many things that you have not been able to discover or to experience. But if you come to us, if you subscribe to this channel, you will find that this content might be a little bit of aid and a little bit of help for you coming closer to Christ. Because at the end of the day, I, I am not driven by the amount of likes, shares, uh, little hearts on social media. What I'm moved by is the fact that my testimony, my insights can bring you closer to the Lord Jesus. He is the only one who deserves to be followed by the way, by the way, and he has the gospel to which we all should subscribe. Subscribe to Jesus, follow Jesus. I'm just uh, what's the word? A middleman, maybe? I'm just one, I'm just like you, but for some reason I feel encouraged and compelled to share this with you guys. So please check us out. We got this podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple Cast or Spotify. We have our YouTube channel, it's called Father John Muriel. We do have a Facebook page, it's called The 100 Show with Father John Muriel. I wish you the best in the rest of the week. I give you encouragement to take life as it comes. And I encourage you to use this time only to, ex to explore more kindness, to be kind to anyone you encounter. Even if you don't receive kindness back, it will be beneficial to you. And Father, Father, I thank you for all our listeners. Thank you for all the support. Thank you for everyone who is liking this channel. And I pray you blessing upon them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Until next time, this is Father John, the host for your podcast, The 100 Show. Bye-bye. Stay blessed, my friends.